Welcome to a brief chat. I'm Jason Crane. Today is Wednesday. It's the 19th day of August 2020. So glad you're here. You can find out more about this show at abriefchat.com. You can watch it on YouTube at abriefchat.com slash YouTube. And you can go to abriefchat.com to become a member or just directly to patreon.com slash abriefchat. Let's take a look back at this day in radical history via the Slingshot Collective Day Planner. On this day in 1814, Mary Ellen Pleasant was born. She was a supporter of the Underground Railroad and, according to this, the mother of California's civil rights. In 2011, the West Memphis Three were released from prison on this day due to uh, the results of DNA evidence. So I want to talk about a little bit of a heavy topic today. And yes, I do understand that the week began with the news that Owen and I are splitting up and you might think, well, that's probably enough for a week, isn't it? But uh, this is another thing I've been thinking about a lot. And that is that I decided uh, last year to cut my parents out of my life after a lifetime of uh, various kinds of emotional abuse. And when I was younger, physical as well. Um, I tried, you know, I went to therapy. I tried to maintain a relationship with them at various times. I had to stop speaking to them, but I always kept coming back. And then uh, last year after a particular, uh, altercation at my parents' house that resulted in both, um, you know, a lot of awful emotional abuse and my dad actually physically coming after me, I decided that was it. like at 46 years old. Uh, I think I was probably 45 then this it's over. There's no more, (laughs) no more of this. So that has been just fine to be totally honest with you. Um, I hope that doesn't sound too callous uh, or cavalier, but honestly, it's been great. Um, I now do not have nearly as often the little voice, uh, particularly of my mother in the back of my head, you know, denigrating all of my decisions and so on and so forth. And it's been really good. Then uh, some number of weeks ago, I was on the phone with my sister with whom I do still have a close relationship and who somehow through all the years of my relationship with my parents, she has a very different relationship with them, um, has managed to maintain, I think, a healthy relationship with both them and me. And then in, you know, in this most recent time, uh, she's, still been great with me as she always is but the most recent time uh, not the most recent time one of the recent times that we talked she mentioned to me that my dad was diagnosed with non-hodgkin's lymphoma now i don't know a ton about this and i haven't done a ton of research to be honest but there is at least some chance that as a result of that he might die faster than would have been expected just based on his health. Otherwise, Uh, my parents are just into their seventies. Is that even right? Is my mom even 70 yet? Maybe this year she turned, she was born. Yeah, she was born in 1950. So she turned 70 this year. My dad turned 70 last year. Uh, And I should mention that my, the, my dad that I'm referring to is the dad that I grew up with, but he's actually my adoptive father, not my biological father. Um, I, I have tried to recontact my biological father too, but that doesn't seem to be leading to anything. So in any case, uh, that news, the news itself was a surprise or, you know, obviously, which is something I didn't know that I now know, but it wasn't that I hadn't thought of what that scenario might be like, 
because quite honestly, my intention is to never see my parents again for the rest of my life. And the, the major difficulty with a plan like that is that other people in our family could die whose funerals, if those funerals were to exist. And so far we have a track record of about zero on funerals in our family in the last 15, 20 years. Um, we just don't do them. But in any case, if there were to be a funeral, then for another member of my family who isn't my parents, that they attended and I attended, at the very least, we might end up in the same physical space again, uh, even if there were no communication. So I had kind of factored that in, right? Like if somebody died and I was able to get to wherever it was and I went and they went, then at least I, you know, I might have to encounter them, but that would be it. I think I'm going to sneeze. <coughs> Thank you. The next show's at 11. But I did then think about what if one of them was to die, which obviously, is going, as far as I know, is going to happen. I don't think either of them is immortal. What if one of them was to die? Would I go to the funeral? And no was the answer I had come up with. And I thought that that might create the first time that there would be any real tension over my relationship with my parents between myself and other members of my family. My family is very small. There aren't that many other members, um, but there are a couple other members of my family to whom I'm close and who would certainly attend anything for my parents. Obviously, my sister <laughs> being the chief among them. But, you know, Aunt Linda, who's been mentioned on here many times, is my mother's sister. And she would certainly be a part of anything, you know, that happened with my parents. And so I thought, I wonder if I should. I wonder if I should have any kind of like pre-conversation to prep people for the idea that if anything happens to my parents, I won't be there. And I honestly don't know what's happening with my dad. After my sister told me that, she said, I, I just I told you so that you wouldn't find out from anybody else first and so that I could just f feel good that I had told you, which I think is completely fine, it's completely acceptable. Generally speaking, people don't really talk about my parents in front of me. Uh, there aren't that many opportunities for anyone to do that. But uh, when we first first came out here before everything got locked down for the first couple of weeks and a couple of times we hung out with um, Aunt Linda and Uncle Rich, for example, you know, naturally, since uh, Aunt Linda talks with my mom quite regularly and with my sister, it would be only natural for things with my parents to come up. And at one point, Aunt Linda kind of asked me about that. And I said, well, you know, I'm just as happy never to hear anything about them. But I also don't want you to feel like you have to manage our conversations in some way just say whatever you're going to say and if it's possible to avoid talking about them cool but if it comes up in the course of conversation it's not a faux pas or something and that that worked just fine and then now i don't see anybody so nothing comes up and i talk to my sister quite regularly but they never come up other than that one time so i don't know what's happened with my dad since then i don't know what the prognosis is i don't know what further tests have happened or anything and i don't have any intention of asking And then 
Another factor in this whole question, I do think about my own behavior in this situation and whether whether it's incumbent upon me in any way to have any kind of relationship with them. I mean, I tend to think the answer is no. You can cut out people who abuse you and feel no guilt about that whatsoever. You you have no responsibility to allow toxic people back into your life. I, I just that is a hallmark of what I believe about how human interactions work. And, you know, when I do things like meta practice in Buddhism, which is the thing, you know, may all beings be happy, may all beings be healthy, may all beings be safe, may all beings at peace, be at peace. Sometimes I actually include my parents in that when when you do that kind of practice, you often insert like, may I be all those things. I keep hitting this. May I be all those things. May somebody I love be all those things. And you put their name in. May somebody I'm ambivalent about be all those things. And you put their name in. And may somebody I actively dislike be all those things. And you put their name in. And sometimes I do use my parents. I don't do meta practice too often, but I do sometimes. And sometimes I put them in there. Because while it's true that I don't want them to be part of my life, I don't want them to suffer either. And I don't have a vindictive sense of revenge against them. I just don't want them in my life. So I sometimes feel like I'm walking a little bit of a fine line there where, you know, like I, I think it's possible for non-Hodgkin's lymphoma to not end up being that serious. Like I said, I haven't done a ton of research, Um, but so I would hope that that's the case if my dad has it or he does have it. So I would hope that that's the case, you know, that it, it works out the best it possibly can. And he lives a long life from here. I just don't want that long life to intersect with mine. And if, you know, either of them drops dead tomorrow, uh, my intention is to not have any part of that. I don't, I don't feel like there's a responsibility I have just because I'm their son to be part of like faking my way through some ceremony. I don't wish that either of them will die tomorrow, but I also don't feel compelled to be part of whatever the ending is. And I definitely do struggle with that. Like that's a, you know, I sometimes think of the far future, like, okay, it's 20 years down the road and they're both dead. And after that one weekend, you know, our last interaction was full of fear and anger. And if if that's the last interaction I ever had with my parents, would I, you know, when I'm 65 or 70, would I look back and think, I wish I had done that differently? In fact, that was the main motivating factor many years ago of me going to see my biological father, who I've seen once since I was four years old. And I saw him and his mother, my grandmother, with exactly that same thing in mind, I would hope that I can see them once more before either of them dies. However, in their case, I hadn't seen them since I was a little kid. So it was just like getting one in before the end. And my grandmother subsequently did die several years later. And, uh, you know, I was sad about that, I guess. But I barely knew her. She never came looking for me. No one in that part of the family ever came looking for me. I was very easy to find. Um, With my parents, it's not like I didn't get a chance to spend a ton of time with them. I absolutely did. And I just don't want any more. 
So that's the thing I've been thinking about a lot, especially as I think about, uh, you know, once this van life thing happens, my intention is to mostly be back east. And, uh, you know, if I go to visit my sister, that kind of thing, she lives very close to my parents, you know, within 40 minutes or something, less than that. And, you know, so you have to kind of make a point not to encounter them. And I will make that point. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, it's just been on my mind and I thought I would share it with you. That's it for today's show. You can go to abriefchat.com to become a member. As I mentioned, um, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can go to abriefchat.com for all the previous episodes of the show uh, before it was uh, a YouTube show as well. If you are listening to this and you'd like to see it, uh, you can, you want to see a middle-aged dude sitting in front of a bookshelf, you can go to abriefchat.com slash YouTube and it's all right there. Thanks for listening. I love you. A better world is possible, but we have a lot of work to do.